0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Update One. This is Shannon Fisher, and today we're going to talk about the nonprofit news world and the struggle of independent newspapers to fund the vital local journalism that has been shrinking over the last decade. And our guest is Jason Alcorn. He is vice president of operations for the American Journalism Project, and he's also the project director with Newsmatch, an annual fundraising campaign that supports nonprofit newsrooms. And Jason is going to help shed some light on the role and status of nonprofit news. So Jason, welcome.
1: Thank you so much. Happy to be here.
0: So just to start off, for anyone who might not know, what is a nonprofit newsroom? A
1: nonprofit newsroom is uh, often these are digital organizations, but these these are news organizations who exist uh, to serve the communities with uh, kind of mission driven uh, journalism, um, and that that does not mean that they are they're advocating. These are high quality newsrooms; they uh, win journalism awards. Uh, they do really, really good reporting, but they're set up in the public interest, and they have uh, kind of the preferential status, tax status of being a nonprofit. Um, and what that means is is simply that the IRS has said that they're serving uh, a public purpose, um, typically kind of related to educating the public around um, civic issues. So uh, these are a, a lot of local news organizations that have mm-hmm. started in the last 10 years. Um, There are some national news organizations as well that do, for example, uh, deep dive investigative journalism or or really in-depth journalism on topics like uh, education and the environment or criminal justice.
0: Sure, sure. And they've been launching really quickly, uh, launching at more than one a month for 12 years. And so why do you think that there are so many that have been popping up over the last decade?
1: Well, obviously, we can know what... Uh, happened in journalism starting about ten years ago, where um, local, particularly commercial newspapers, can hit, hit uh, began the, a financial crisis that has only accelerated. Um, so, but it's I think it's a twofold reason why you see that kind of growth. One is there's been a decline and a, and a really sharp decline in the number of reporters covering issues that that matter to kind of our democracy and Mm -hmm. and matter to the health of the communities. And so there's a need, but we also have uh, programs like NewsMatch which make it um, easier for people to start those, these kinds of organizations and be successful pretty quickly because they have access to kind of the toolkits and the resources that say, here's how you get started. Here's how you, you go out and, and raise money to ask people to support this because it matters to them because they need something like this in their community. So uh, for, for people who, who want to, to do this kind of work in their community, there's now a roadmap and a really, really uh, smart and um, friendly community of people uh, really working across the country who are, who are willing to help out as you get started um, and show you uh, the path that they blazed
0: Um, originally starting about 10 years ago. That's wonderful. And so you are the project director for NewsMatch. And uh, NewsMatch is an annual gift matching campaign, and last year it raised over $7 million for nonprofit news organizations. And so the campaign is underway right now until December 31st, and I understand there are many foundations involved. So tell us what NewsMatch is and, and what it's doing right now.
1: Sure. Um, So, NewsMatch is a national matching gift campaign uh, to promote giving to journalism uh, during the end of the year, as you said. And what that means is that there are nearly 200 nonprofit newsrooms across the country who are participating this year. And donations to to those newsrooms uh, through December 31st will be matched by a, a national. Um, matching pool that some national funders some individuals have all contributed to. So uh, we're actually matching up to $20,000 per newsroom for uh, 198 newsrooms. And I think in 42 states uh, in the country right now, there's a handful that don't have nonprofit newsrooms yet, but but almost every state in the country does. And uh, on top of that, there's kind of a national campaign. So this year's campaign theme is this news can't wait. And so in addition to the match, um, all these news organizations are participating in this national campaign and kind of saying with a single voice, um, it, journalism needs to be a, a core part of U.S. philanthropy, much more so than it has in the past. Uh, the way that we get the the quality of especially local news that we need as as
0: communities
1: um, is by going out and, and directly supporting it. Um, and, and we invite uh, the people, uh, readers, listeners, to visit newsmash.org and find a nonprofit newsroom in, a, in their community or uh, on a topic that they care deeply about and, and make a gift, and, and we'll double the impact of that gift this year.
0: That is fantastic. And it, it, it really does seem like as revenues have been shrinking, local newspapers, national newspapers, as advertising dollars have, have dwindled away, the local aspect of being a watchdog really has dwindled. So with these nonprofit news organizations kind of acting as a local watchdog and or state or national watchdog, how do they ensure that they remain nonpartisan?
1: That's a really good question and one that's really important. Um, the, the really simple answer here is have a lot of individual donors. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's the, the trickiest thing I think for a news organization is if it's reliant on a single foundation or a single benefactor or, or a single advertiser for that fact, uh, for that matter, in commercial news. That it becomes, it becomes tricky. Uh, as much as we, we you know all like to and, and really do believe that, that journalists are independent in their work, um, you run into tough situations. When you have a lot of small-dollar donors or or a lot of mid-level donors who are are supporting you for the work that you do and the value that you provide to the community, Mm -hmm. um, it becomes easier to remain independent and and follow the news where it's going. And and you end up being responsive to what the community uh, as a whole and the entirety of the community is is interested in, is looking for, is hoping that you – Provide as a service to uh, to the town or city or state that they, that you live in, and work in.
0: That's great. It sounds like there are several large organizations that have partnered with NewsMatch to um, to provide these matching donations. So tell me a little bit about those foundations.
1: Yeah, this year um, we have right now. Uh, eight national partners um, in the Newsmatch Fund, and then a number of of supporting and even more local partners. So um, Knight Foundation, which uh, created Newsmatch in 2016 and has since been joined by uh, other funders, including Democracy Fund, uh, the Jonathan Logan Family Foundation, Ethics and Excellence in Journalism Foundation, uh, the Facebook Journalism Project. Um, they're, They're putting money into this national pool that uh, provides these matches and then provides all of the wraparound coaching and support that that really started back in June of this year to help organizations get ready for their year-end campaigns, get their uh, kind of resources together, get their appeals and asks together uh, for the national campaign. And and that's the national funding We Every year the number of national partners has grown, which is really, really exciting, including people who haven't, Uh, given to journalism before in the past. And then we have supporting partners. So, uh, for example, this year we're working with REI Co-op who um, came to us and incredibly generously offered to match uh, an additional $10,000 in donations to local newsrooms who are doing really, really good coverage of outdoors and the environment. And, And how REI thinks about this is analogous to the other work that they do around, like, trail building. They and they think about local coverage of outdoors and the environment as the infrastructure that local communities need um, if they are to enjoy the outdoors, to enjoy the environment, to take care of that environment. So uh, in the same way that REI is supporting uh, local nonprofits that do trail building work, Um, They're supporting 10 NewsMatch participants this year who are doing uh, independent reporting on the outdoors and the environment. We have other partners um, who are supporting newsrooms, doing education reporting. We're doing uh, reporting on science and the environment, um, or we're doing reporting in particular states like Colorado or Pennsylvania.
0: And a lot of these local newsrooms are award-winning. I mean, they are, they are receiving national and international recognition for the work that they're doing covering these important stories. And so for, for news consumers out there who were not really aware of nonprofit news or aware even that, that giving to journalism was a thing, how would they find the local organization that is providing a watchdog service for their community?
1: Uh, so if you go on Newsmatch, anyone can go on Newsmatch.org and, and search by state or by topic area to find an organization around them that might be doing this work. And the Institute for Nonprofit News also uh, very recently published their best story, best nonprofit news stories or best stories by nonprofit newsrooms of 2019, which just has a, a really remarkable collection from kind of every corner of the country of uh, enterprising um, kind of brilliantly written and produced and reported stories that have made a real difference in communities that have led to reform, that have led to higher quality of life for communities that, um, you know, have even to take for example, in, in Puerto Rico, it was a nonprofit newsroom that published uh, some of the message logs that led to the, the governor's resignation there. So in small communities that can be around, so what's the development that's happening on the corner and how did city council approve it? Did they, did they do that in the right way? And then, you know, at the state and national level, it is a really consequential work that is making a big difference in, in who our elected officials are and, and how they behave.
0: Sure, sure. And so beyond, beyond donations, how can citizens support the nonprofit news?
1: Uh, well, I, I always start with donations because that—that's yes. what these organizations uh, need to continue. There's not—they're um, not looking to advertisers. They're not looking to kind of national philanthropy. They're—they're they're looking to their neighbors. They're looking to readers to to step up and say, uh, this this matters to me, and I want it to continue. So, mm-hmm. so that's the first part. Even if it's a little bit this year. Newsmatch um, we're actually offering a deal where if someone becomes a monthly. A recurring donor to any of these organizations, the whole first year value of that gift is matched. So if someone signs up at five dollars a month, the organization actually gets sixty dollars from NewsMatch so that they can uh, plan their 2020 coverage um, as robustly as possible. But beyond that, I think it's it's reading, it's sharing, it's um, you know it's just just understanding that uh, this kind of journalism is a public good. Um, that this is something that is much more analogous to uh, maybe an arts organization or a music, music organization in town or an organization that maintains uh, the parks um, in, mm-hmm. in a town or a community. And, and begin thinking about it that way. Um, you know, as you read these stories, you know, as you read the news, pay attention to where you're getting the news um, and, and look for those local sources. And uh, if you're not able to financially support them right now, Read um, them, share them, um, talk about the value of them with, with your friends and neighbors.
0: Absolutely. As you said, financial support is fundamental because they, they need to be able to budget for travel expenses, for paying their reporters. And if, if you don't know how much money you're going to have for a year when you're planning your budget, you don't know what you're going to be able to cover. And you might miss out on the big story simply because you don't have the, the funding for it. So, we're, you know, this is a podcast for the National Press Club, and we've got tons of reporters that are going to be listening. So for reporters that are kind of looking to to have an impact and to really tell those stories, how can they get involved in the nonprofit newsroom?
1: One of the things that I, I really, really love about nonprofit news organizations is the role that they can serve as, as kind of collaborators. With and conveners with other kinds of news organizations, whether they're for-profit or broadcast or other nonprofits or public media. So uh, in a lot of places, you see um, nonprofit news organizations being the conveners that, for example, editorial collaborations or working one-on-one with a a commercial news organization that maybe um, has a, a great distribution but doesn't have all of the capacity to... Uh, to do some kind of data reporting, for example, or or to do a longer deep uh, uh, investigation or to convene kind of a partnership among eight or 10 different newsrooms. So Mm -hmm. um, that's one really interesting way. If if you have a nonprofit newsroom in your community, the collaborations that happen between nonprofit and for-profit newsrooms end up being some of of really the best work that gets done, I think, um, every year in journalism. And that's a really good place to start.
0: Excellent, excellent. Well, unfortunately, we're we're about out of time. But tell tell everyone again how they can get involved and how they can donate, where they can go, and uh, and, and the timing involved with Newsmax.
1: Of course, um, visit newsmatch.org where you can find uh, any of the 198 nonprofit news organizations who are participating in Newsmatch this year. And you can donate through newsmatch.org or directly on websites of any of those organizations. And uh, between now and December 31st, your gift will be uh, doubled, doubled or in some cases even tripled by uh, Newsmatch and our national supporting partners. And we're uh, just so so deeply grateful. Um, on Giving News day, uh, Giving Tuesday this week, which is obviously the big charitable uh, Giving Day of the year, which we uh, turn into a Giving Newsday campaign, um, we, we really broke records for gifts on Newsmatch.org. So I'm really excited about this year and so grateful for everyone who's helping us spread the word uh, and contributing themselves to make this campaign uh, the best ever.
0: That's wonderful, and thank you so much for all of the the hard work that you were doing. Jason Alcorn, thanks so much for joining us today.
1: Lovely to be here. Thank you so much.
0: And for Update 1, this is Shannon Fisher. See you next time. Update One is the production of the National Press Club's Broadcast Podcast Committee. You can comment on this podcast or any episode of Update One by sending an email to update1podcast, that's update, the number one podcast, at gmail.com. Thanks for listening to Update One.